Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Cormac and Saoirse here on FM 104. You can subscribe to the Room 104 podcast uh, on Spotify, Acast, all the usual places where you get your podcasts from. Now, let us know. Drop us in a WhatsApp if you think um, our obsession with celebrity culture uh, is insanely ridiculous. And if you're the type of person that either enjoys having a little snoop on celebrity lives, maybe you're, you're missing it now that nothing's really happening, or you think it's a sad reflection of humanity. Like, Saoirse, I wouldn't put you down as someone who fangirls over any celebs in particular. No, and I think it comes with age as well. I was actually going to say to you when I was younger like people like the Spice Girls to me were not even human so if I'd come across them in the street I would have literally lost my mind <laughs> obsessed with them had every poster had yeah. every CD everything you can think of I would have lived and breathed them but I think you grow out of it and that's what I have found but there are people that continue on or even as a teenager I would never have obsessed over any kind of celebrities now you'd have you know pictures of Eminem on your wall or something but you know you'd continue living a normal teenage life and not being, you know, fixated on him. So now, no. If a celebrity walked by me in the street, I wouldn't care. Really? Yeah, it depends. Obviously, if it was someone like Tom Hanks, I would probably ask for a picture. But I wouldn't be screaming or shouting or, you know, if he happened to be across the road, I wouldn't what if embarrass it was Eminem? myself. What if Eminem was just strolling? Or what if it was Eminem who was in lockdown instead of Matt Damon? Would you be out, like, sniffing around his gaff? See, you'd think I probably would, but in reality, I wouldn't be bothered. And I love him. I still think he's amazing and so talented, and I'd love to bump into him. But would I go to Docky to try find him? No. Yeah, it's mad, isn't it? Uh, listen, let us know maybe who you who you might have obsessed over, either as a teenager or when you were growing up. A lot of lads might have been football, might, might have been like Peter Schmeichel or Eric Cantona for United back in the day. I had all the bed sheets, I had all the wallpaper, and then they stopped. Lo- oh, they started losing games, so I was like, oh, here, now burn them. Get, get rid of them now, don't worry about it. No, listen, drop us a WhatsApp and let us know. To, to talk about the, the history of this celeb culture, where it comes out of, and when this whole celebrity obsession can get dangerous, we're delighted to welcome back our resident MD, Dr. Jennifer Wider. How are you? Hi. Hi, guys. How are you? Yeah, we're, we're not too bad. I have to tell you, it's, it's very interesting what's going on, at least in this pandemic, because I think our societies are suffering from a little bit of celebrity fatigue. You know, recently, I think it was Gal Gadot, who was you oh, know, famous God. for a Wonder Woman, came yeah. out to sing Imagine with a whole bunch of other <laughs> celebrities. And I know that there was a lot of like pushback on this. People looking at celebrities in their multi-million dollar mansions as they're complaining how difficult it is. 
during the pandemic and lockdown when most people are in, you know, a one-bedroom apartment or in a in a studio, you know, at least in New York City with, like, 99 square feet of space, yeah. you know, just cursing the celebrity culture. So it's been really funny in terms of a pandemic. I think it's difficult to, you know, we have access to celebrities in a way that we never did before, just with Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and a lot of social media. So I think there are some people that are really sort of sick of celebrities during this time period, you know, wondering why Kendall Jenner is tweeting about, you know, what she's wearing rather than donating money to the first-line responders, which I think the, the Jenner-Kardashian clan has been pretty philanthropic during this. But mm. it's interesting the way our mind shifts during a, an emergency. But if you look at celebrity culture, you guys, it didn't really start with us. What, what's really funny is if it started hundreds of years ago. So if you look at ancient Greece, right, the athletes in ancient Greece were always really welcomed home as heroes. There were songs, there were poems written about them. They received free food and free gifts. Even in ancient Rome, actors and gladiators were always praised. And Julius Caesar made this very radical step into celebrity culture by putting his face on a coin. Rather than like the usual depiction of battles and divine lineage, mm -hmm. he, he put his face on on a coin, and it's been passed down this way of our athletes, our politicians, not so much now, but you know, <laughs> in yesteryear, especially in the United States with John F. Kennedy, who was just revered incredibly by the American culture and just really celebrated as a hero, almost untouchable. These things have, in both of our countries, we revere athletes and actors and stage actors. And even, you know, I have to say that over the weekend, I binged normal people on Netflix. Huh. Have you guys seen that? Yeah. I've, yeah, I've started to watch it. Amazing. So now, you know, Paul Meskel, who's obviously an Irish actor who wasn't familiar to anyone in the States, is now, you know, I was like totally stalking his Instagram <laughs> <laughs> over the weekend. But it's funny because our access to celebrities has absolutely changed. And because of that, you know, the psychology has changed as well. So one of the interesting things to note is that, you know, we have to ask ourselves why, why are we so obsessed with celebrities and what, and what does that mean for us as a society? What types of people are are drawn to being obsessed by a celebrity. And I think Sarah yeah. sort of nailed it a little bit. Younger people who are adolescents and young adults and even younger tend to idolize people in the spotlight. And those people have changed through the generations, right? I have a nine-year-old daughter and her celebrity obsession is with a lot of TikTok stars, which is very different than mine would have been. Like you mentioned the Spice Girls. Like I loved Pink as a kid. Like I had posters of her in my room. And I remember after Dirty Dancing, I loved Patrick Swayze. So I had his poster in my room and all sorts of like people that, you know, I loved Matt Damon also. I think if I saw Matt Damon on the street, my heart would just start racing. I don't know if I would turn around and follow him, but I think there's still a rush you, you know, well, he's here in people. Ireland, by the way, so uh, you'll have to come over here to Dublin. I saw that. Totally. I once passed uh, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck on the road in New York City, and I was just like, I was actually in a car, and they were walking on the street, and I was in a car with my dad going up the Upper East Side, and I veered over into the next lane, being like, oh, my God, look who that is. And my father's like, keep your eyes on the road. Yeah. Of course, I looked like every other taxi driver, so I was safe. Yeah. You have to be a lunatic to drive in, the, in New York City. But, you know, the, the types of celebrities that different generations have worshipped are a little bit different. In my daughter's generation, my little daughter, reaching stardom seems to be easier than ever, right? So yeah. we have access to these people. There are people made famous by YouTube. Um, there are people made famous by TikTok. There's actually a, a young woman that lives in a town close to us that is has like 
54 million TikTok followers. She's just worshipped on TikTok. And if my daughter saw her locally, she'd flip out. I mean, she literally would hyperventilate, I'm sure. So there's a bit of an explosion of celebrity possibility, I like to see. It's like to say, you know, yeah. the possibility of becoming a celebrity. And I think that there's a lot of celebrity obsession that becomes intentionally cultivated by the stars themselves, by the industries, because it's a multi-billion dollar industry, right? You have you have like People magazine, you have magazines that are gossip magazines, you have people, you know, you have celebrities endorsing different products, people will buy those products. And it's an unbelievable industry that leaves a lot of people vulnerable, especially people that are, you know, th there's reasons that some of us are a little bit more vulnerable to this than others. But I want to hear what you guys think about that. Do you think the young people in Ireland, too, TikTok is a big thing? Well, I think out of quarantine, TikTok has exploded. I think that with the lockdown yeah. and the pandemic was the greatest thing TikTok could have ever hoped for um, because everyone is just, it jumped on board with that now, I think, in a way. But I know what you're saying. A, a lot of people, have, especially with the money, there's been one or two people I've seen who were cashing in on making like their, their YouTubers and their gamers and they have huge followings and what they started doing was creating face masks, branded face masks that, you know, for like 20, 30 quid and, and flogging them and selling them. So, you know, there's, there's a whole can of worms to, to open up there, you know? Yes, totally. And, and what's funny is like, even if, even, you know, we're even so obsessed with certain things that they have their own Twitter account. For example, like back in the Oscars when Angelina Jolie wore this dress that had a really large part so you could see all the way up her leg. Her leg now had had a, had a Twitter account after that Oscar <laughs> red carpet. And then Paul Meskel, actually, after Normal People, his chain has a its own Twitter account. Someone started a Twitter account for the necklace he was wearing. The actress Daisy, who was in that, someone started a Twitter account for her bangs. I mean, it, it becomes almost comical, but it's a, yeah. huge, it's a huge following. You know, there's a following. And the thing is, even if you're not interested, if Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston are friends again, it's in all of the media that it almost becomes part of the climate within, yeah. you know, your friend group or the country for people to talk about that thing. What Jennifer Lopez was wearing rather than what film she was in. It's just part. It, it's a little bit absurd, but it's just part of the climate, I think. And I think if you look at the psychology of people that are vulnerable to this, at least pushing it over, people that have low self-esteem, people that have fear of rejection or or have difficulty developing close relationships in the real world. Research mm. suggests, this is very interesting, you guys, research actually suggests for people like this that parasocial relationships, that's what these are called in the field of psychology, para, P-A-R-A, social relationships. So they're like almost, you know, they're almost fantasy relationships. But research suggests for people that have low self-esteem, those that have fear of rejection, that enjoying this one-sided bond with like a beloved star may actually be healthy for them. They looked really? at a study, this is a study out of England, by the way, of 348 undergraduate students who completed this self-esteem questionnaire, and they wrote an open-ended essay about their favorite celebrity. And then they looked at their self-esteem before the uh, the essay and after mm. the essay, and they had to enter, you know, answer a questionnaire. And after the essay, they scored much higher. Their self-esteem scores were much higher on this quiz when they wrote about their celebrity crush or their celebrity friendship and before they started. So there is something positive about this, but of course it can sort of weigh into the negative. And that's where we see, you know, things like the bling ring. Did you ever see that, you guys? What's the, no. What's that? Oh, yeah, you'll love this. This is, this is your next, right after you watch 
to know uh, World War Z and Contagion. This is this is your <laughs> next movie. It's called The Bling Ring, and it's about a bunch of. It's a true story. It's directed by um, by Sofia Coppola, Francis Ford Coppola's daughter, and it's about young kids in L.A. that started a bling ring. They broke into different celebrity houses about a decade ago, and they would steal from the celebrities. But it became an obsession with the celebrity, and it was from Paris Hilton to Lindsay Lohan to the girl. Uh, Get her name. There's a whole bunch of celebrities involved, and uh, these kids were obsessed with the celebrities, and they ended up breaking into their homes one after the other. It's insane. That's did you ever weird, hear about yeah. this? No, I think never. I did hear about the this. The movie's yeah. called The Bling Ring. It's fun. When you sort of, you know, there are different studies in clinical uh, in clinical psychology that looks at psychological features of celebrity worshippers, and there's actually a celebrity attitude scale. And it's very interesting because there are a subgroup of people that have personality characteristics that border on psychopathology. And all that means is that their psychology becomes something that is unhealthy. And there are different types of personality disorders and tendencies towards addiction that come along with people that end up in a stalking type of behavior, which is really quite interesting, right? So our obsession with celebrities for a subsection of our population can become almost criminal to a sense. And that's where you see people breaking into other people's homes, people stalking other people. You know, we enjoy as a culture access to celebrities in, in a way that, you know, my parents never could even imagine. You know, like, yeah. you, you know, you can see what people have eaten, where they've yeah. been. You can almost trace where people have been. That was the thing about the bling ring, because on Instagram, they knew that these celebrities Celebrities were out of town, you know, based, oh God, based yeah. on what they were posting. So they knew their house was going to be uh, abandoned, essentially. <laughs> yeah, the, the flip side of it, it is, I always find it interesting because on the one side of, you know, the, the world of TikTok and YouTube and everything else, it's easier than ever for someone to get a platform and easier than ever for someone to kind of make it in their own little niche or their own little world and become, you know, TikTok famous for gaming or makeup or whatever it is. But uh, as you mentioned, totally. there, like uh, now there's people who not necessarily are not celebrities, but like YouTubers getting stalked and people who have blogs getting stalked and, and makeup artists getting, yes. you know, constant abuse. And I always thought that the, the negative side, the flip side of that is, you know, if you don't like someone, you know, back in the day, you went down to the pub and you had a bitch about them and that was the end, that was the end of it, that was it. But now you can, as you said, either break into their gaff because you know they're away or you can, you know, you can give them targeted abuse and Malign harassment and, and troll 100%. them and, while they're at home. I said it's, it's a weird, it's a weird mix that it, we're kind of like the Borg now. It's everyone's mind is connected and you can hear what people have to think about you and say about you even if you're a thousand miles away but as well as that like no and, and i totally kind of, yes sorry celebrities as you know i'd say oh I'm, i don't you know fascinate over anybody and you know Cormac might say the same but then in a relationship you often hear people say who's your celebrity crush and if you could cheat with one celebrity who would it be and you know you have a like a pass card so you know that might be ashton kutcher <laughs> or whoever it might be and we put right, these right. people on a pedestal and it's it's really strange if you kind of think about it that they are human. They're like anybody down the street, but we look at them as perfect. No, I, I totally agree with you. I think both of you are making such good points. I think on one hand, like we pedestalize a lot of these celebrities. You know, we we and that and that's the other thing. Like, what are what does this say to our kids, right? If my child wants to grow up and be a TikTok star or make it on YouTube instead of revering like you know, my husband who's treating like patients, you know, and, not, and not that she's, she doesn't, but if you ask her what she wants to be when she grows up, my nine-year-old, she's not going to tell you like a first-line responder to people who have COVID-19, <laughs> you know? She'd rather oh, be a famous yeah. basketball player, even though she's really short, or a TikTok star. TikTok, you know, and that's, yeah, we're going to... As our societies, yeah. A massive shortage they, they of doctors so in emphasis. the future. <laughs> because it'll be like, what do you want right. to be? That's right. A TikToker. Anyone want to be right. a surgeon? Because a lot of people are dying. <laughs> 
It's true. You know, the people that make up the fabric of our communities, the people that are heroes, you know, from the doctors to the teachers to, you know, the nurses in in between and those that are, you know, putting their lives on the line and, you know, that are so selfless in what they're doing. That's not who we pedestalize in our country. We look to these athletes who are making an insane amount of money or our celebrities, you know, who are famous for no reason. If you just look at the Kardashian, you know, enterprise, it's mind blowing because it was based on a on a sex tape, literally. And and, then and, the family and before became, that, it was it was it was based off getting OJ off murder. A hundred percent, right? And then again, <laughs> the and celebrity, success. right? So yeah. no, it's, and then it, we have the not, Oscars, and we we're celebrating people that are working in films, so they're heightened again. We're not doing the Oscars version for doctors. Oh, you want the and Oscars and nurses. And, Imagine that the best supporting role in a actual theater goes to <laughs> Serge Long. Well done, <laughs> round <of> <laughs> It's true. So I think as a society, our entire attitude towards celebrities is very warped. And I think with the advent of social media in our culture, it's only become more extreme because we feel like we know them in a way that I know my mom never felt because she never had, you know, and she, of course, does not have Instagram. She's a grandma, but she and some grandmas do have Instagram. My mom just isn't technologically savvy. And I have to tell you, like one of the biggest jokes during this pandemic is trying to teach my parents how to get on (laughs) Zoom or how to do like Google Hangouts. at least two and a half hours and I want to like throw my head through a glass plane window. Our parents looked at these people like they were just who they were and never knew what they ate or when they went to the bathroom or who they were hanging out with or what they, you know, what they were doing for the day. Whereas now you have this, you have this look into their personal lives and you really feel like you know them in a way. Very, very bizarre. It's funny too, because just as an aside, my brother dated this famous woman in New York City years ago. My older brother is a plastic surgeon. So his girlfriend was this very famous woman who was very good friends with a lot of A-list actors. So I had gone to a party for a Valentine's day in the West Village in New York City with a whole bunch of these insane celebrities from like Jimmy Fallon to Claire Danes to Charlize Theron and a bunch of rock stars and I I went there to this party and this was this was early this was before Charlize like exploded this was sort of around cider house rules but it was just an insane group of people like the Saturday Night Live cast Jimmy Fallon was in the Saturday Night Live cast at the time and all of these major people and I remember going there to this party and just being out of my head like the little annoying sister who was hyperventilating over the level of celebrity <laughs> and I'm mortifying my brother. But as he continued to date this woman, like it really, the, the when you have access to celebrities like firsthand, that feeling like Sarsha was saying, like that these people are pedestalized almost becomes disillusioning in a sense. So I can only compare it to like when I would go to the U.S. Open, which is this big tennis tournament in New York. I used to sit in the nosebleed seats and then we got seats yeah. that were lower to the court. And as a kid, I used to look through my my binoculars to see what celebrities were there in the audience. And then when you're down at the court and like you're sitting next to people or you're much closer, it's almost like seeing behind the curtain in The Wizard of Oz. Yeah. It's yeah. all such a mirage, you know? I was reading no, some no, no, years yeah. Tweaking something in my in my mind, I can't remember. I was reading a book recently, and and someone said that you know the secret to this is to, you know to, to remove, let's say, this fear or this anxiety that you have around them. It's just to remind yourself that all these people go to the bathroom like you too. So <laughs> yeah, just, exactly. just uh, imagine exactly. uh, Barack Obama uh, who needs to you know do number two. 
or, or uh, <laughs> Jimmy Fallon uh, has, has got to do that and, and it helps maybe bring them back down to reality and realise that those people have to do that too um, and as much as we do like to pedestalise them that they are still they're still human people just regular people and the funny thing is with the quarantine you know when you see people like broadcast on James Corden or like Jimmy Fallon and they're all coming from home it like blows my mind that you're seeing like inside their living room like it's like my living room you know what I mean yeah. they're like actually in a living room I think the guy at Green Day just played like some Tiffany song with his with his sons on one of the talk shows at night and they were in like a playroom and his sons were like all disheveled they look like my son you know and uh and this is this major rock star just jamming out in his you know basement so you see them in everyday life and you can picture them actually having a bowel movement <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing I think for for us you know when we were younger there was no such thing as getting any access to them other than what you would see on TV or in a magazine exactly you know so th- it wouldn't be up to date whereas now they're just accessible you can see absolutely everything so probably for younger people it's more so that could be me whereas and, we kind exactly. of saw them as superhuman and that's, and that's the issue that everybody thinks you know because if, even with reality TV where people are being famous for competing on different things like you know all these different shows that my kids could see themselves on you know their their career goals are being well known or being popular or being yeah. famous and I think that's where we're sort of failing as society as a society even how well, we elected a reality star as a president in my country. <laughs> yeah, that's on you. That's on you, Jennifer. <laughs> We're good. Um, no, but the, the other, what was I going to say? The other thing, I think maybe now the only silver lining out of, let's say, a global pandemic is to now put uh, nurses and doctors and the frontline staff and the people who deliver your takeaway and the people in the local Correct. supermarkets that they're Teachers, slightly, we're, yeah, we're finding 100%. out slightly more important than uh, someone who gets their hoop out on Instagram for a few extra follows and a few extra likes and starts selling you this skinny tea BS. So maybe we'll be able to start, uh, you know, idolizing maybe, maybe that will be, a bit better. Yeah, one of these unintended consequences of being locked down is sort of this celebrity fatigue. Because yeah, I yeah. feel that way. I almost like, you know, even watching one of the uh, award shows this year when I, I don't remember, but it was COVID-19 was coming and I think maybe it was the Oscars at the end of February. It was like very lackluster to me for whatever reason this year. Mm. I'm like, these people are so full of themselves. <laughs> They're like celebrating themselves and then giving themselves awards. It's just very, very strange. But anyway, it's definitely a universal thing. It cuts across the globe. All of our societies are obsessed, whether it's athletes or celebrities, the people that tend to have stalking behavior. It isn't very normal to stalk a celebrity where you're going to get arrested. That's pretty rare. But people that have tendencies towards that tend to have more tendencies towards addiction. They're more depressed or anxious. Um, They tend to, you know, be, again, like this addiction Mm -hmm. type of personality where there may be compulsive buyers. Those people that end up being stalked where they're going to harm somebody or get arrested definitely have other what we call in the medical field comorbidities or other other conditions that yeah. get statistically associated with stalking. So if you do have a so, stalker, be extra afraid because they might have other issues that are underlying that we don't it's know. It's absolutely yet. true. Well, listen, uh, Dr. <laughs> Jennifer Wider, it's always a pleasure. That was fascinating, Edley. Interesting. If someone's listening right now wants uh, to connect, follow you online to make you a celebrity so they can stalk you, where should they go? <laughs> At least I'm a plane right away at this point, and no one wants to risk their lives getting on a plane. So I'm at at Dr. Wider across social media. Brilliant. Dr. Wider, thanks a million for popping on. Always a pleasure. Thanks, guys. Always a pleasure. Talk to you very soon. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Uh, we were asking people to just send in their celeb, their obsessed celebs that they had either back in the day or still do. Uh, George Clooney, I still fancy him. That comes in from Jacinta. Yeah, he's a popular one, I suppose. People have been kind of... Um, he's you know. probably one of the only men that I find attractive for his age. 
Is that bad? I, I don't know. Who? I mean, he's what? He's about 50-something, is he? 60, 50? I'd say he's at least late 50s, if not 60s. But he's just really good-looking. Like, you wouldn't say he's good-looking for an older man. He's good-looking regardless of his age. He's just a really handsome man. Yeah, he got those... Uh, he got, he got those good chocolate eyes. Yeah. Um, yeah, in relation to the uh, Taylor Swift for the last four years, I've got all the posters, I've got calendars, I've got all CDs, Instagram fan account. Do you run an Instagram fan account? And mm. uh, that comes in from... Sorry, Adam, are you running it? Happy days. Uh, who else do we have here? Oh, Gary has said Cheryl Cole. I obsessed over her. Never went as far as writing letters or stuff like that. That's just weird. You should shred those people. <laughs> I have to say she is beautiful. Oh my god. <clears throat> I can totally get the obsession with her. Yeah. She is. Yeah, no, she's she's stunning. Um but yeah, no, I've never written a, a celebrity, uh, written to a celebrity fan mail uh either. Talking of celebrities or not, I just read that Johnny Logan and Dickie Rock are going to box heads. Lockdown has a lot to answer for. Can't go because yeah. I've been kinda half out on the loop on that. I saw it today. I think it was I think Joe Duffy was talking about this. If you know exactly what's going on or can explain, it was on the front of one of the newspapers today as well. It's going to be blows between Johnny Logan and Dickie Rock. What a time to be alive. What else has 2020 got in store for us? That there's Enya's going to come out and have a row with like Dana just for the crack. Just on the undercard for that main fight they'll just start, you know, going mad. That's what I mean. I think, you know, Dickie Rock's got to do it though. What, have you been following this? Like, what exactly has been happening? No, I actually haven't been following it, but I did see it as well. I was like, what is, like, like you, what is this? Like, is this a joke? It is, is a joke, isn't life? it? No, it can't be. It can't be. I have no idea. Has to be uh, fake news. We'll get, we'll get Johnny Logan on and be like, lads, what's going on? And we'll see what the story is. If you were following that today or saw it in the front of the paper, it gives a show. I haven't, haven't had a chance to get up on my celebrity, uh, <clears throat> celebrity feuds, Irish celebrity feuds, which are hilarious. Uh, who else do we have in here now? Oh, Michelle. This is, a, this is an interesting one. Richard Gere was her celebrity obsession. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. He's kind of in, would he be in George Clooney-esque type territory? Hmm. He's a he's a gilf. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, yeah, listen, send us in your celebrity your celebrity obsessions. Doesn't necessarily have to be your crushes. I suppose <clears throat> no, it might be same thing. The only I remember I had a, Eric Cantona was a big one. Um, uh, Eric, yeah. Um, any any other ones then? Yours is just Spice Girls. Come here, Sasha. Have you turned your mic on? I right. talk to her again. All right, thanks for that. A couple of messages saying that uh, you can't hear Sasha's microphone. Sure, he's for that. Go again. Am I? Am I? Am I back? Yeah, yeah, you're you're back there now. Sorry, oh, that's sorry strange. about that. Um, the joys of having technical. It just it's just a Monday. We're actually having the most Monday of Mondays uh, <laughs> of all time. I I snotted myself going for a jog around the estate here a little bit earlier on. Everyone saw. It. Then we came in and there was a a, a tech glitch at the start, uh, and then there's a few other bits. So listen, yeah, uh, uh, listen. The show must go on. We'll get there in the end. But sure, look, these things happen when I'm broadcasting from my front room and Tisha's broadcasting from hers. But listen, uh, so you can send us on any of those if you want as well. Let us know your. Uh, uh, it's kind of celeb obsessions that you had growing up or maybe you have them now maybe you're still staring in your front room at a load of newspaper cuttings of your favourite celebrity and you're just getting weird and you're just getting a bit odd 0876797104 on the way next uh, speaking of celebrity crushes normal crushes if you're single um, and you kind of wouldn't mind trying something a little bit different to keep yourself occupied during lockdown and maybe who knows find yourself a future husband or wife or just a date someone to keep you occupied during the lockdown we're doing something here on uh, Room 104 that might be able to uh, help you out get you a date find you a man find you a woman and we'll give you all the details next FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Room 104 is Cormac and Saoirse here. You can check back or listen back to the interview with Dr. Jennifer Wider, who we just had there talking about our obsessive celebrity culture. And that is up on the Room 104 podcast on Acast and Spotify and all of the usual places where you listen to your audio and your podcasts from. Uh, we were chatting to her about this obsessive celebrity culture that we've developed and when it kind of goes wrong and it goes rogue uh, and it goes bad, uh, how bad can it get? So that's up on the podcast. Um, we've got another text in here from... Um, uh, Michelle, Ryan Gosling was her other um, obsession back in the day. Yeah, a lot of people were obsessed with him. And I think it stemmed from The Notebook. Remember when he was in The Notebook and he played the love interest? And of course, yeah. he was obsessed with the girl and it was so romantic. And everyone wanted to go out with Ryan Gosling. And yeah. then the fact that the two actors were going out in real life was even better. <laughs> Actually, the year that The Notebook came out, there was a huge surge in people calling their sons Noah. Why? Was that the character. his character's name? Yes, it was. Was there actually? Yeah. Oh, so that was no. around, was that 2005-ish? Around then? Yeah. Mm, maybe. 
Maybe, so. maybe, maybe. Um, Jacinda, another celeb uh, <laughs> obsession. Peter Andre. Yeah, I remember oh, him. Oh, no. I remember his abs under the waterfall. Oh, yeah, but there was something really creepy about him. He was just kind of sleazy, wasn't he? He loved himself a bit. I, I, he did, indeed. He seems like a, a genuine enough down-to-earth guy now, though. He seems to have, you know, aged well. Yeah, no, he definitely does seem genuine, but uh, I don't know. I just couldn't get on board with him back in the day now. He was using he his was assets not. to full potential. Yeah, he did. He really did. God, there was loads of them. I wasn't really into boy bands as such. I did like the Backstreet Boys, though. Right. I was, I was a fan of them, and I went to a gig that they were at in the point at the time, and we were right up the front where all the wives and girlfriends were. And I remember thinking, oh, my God, you get to go home with them. You know, that was like I was close enough to the wives... Where were they sitting at the gig? They were standing right at the very front. They were in the section of VIP. Oh, I was wondering, like they weren't just at at the barrier with you. No, 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 no. They were gate, like there was a gate thing going around. My God, I know. Okay, this is back in the point days, though. You know. Okay, cool. Uh, well, listen, thanks for those. You can send in any more ones that pop into your mind. Did you have any psycho obsessions back in the day? 87 104 Now we've got some good news. Ooh, I love good news. Great. Of a Monday. Of a Monday. Let's try and turn around the terrible Monday and (laughs) get it sorted. So if you are single, we would like your attention right now, okay? You need to listen up if you're single because we're starting something this week. It's called Zoom 104. It's like Room, but it's Zoom. We just changed one letter. You know what? Serious marketing meetings landed with that. No, but here's the idea. As you are aware... You know, we're, we're all in lockdown and dating, I imagine, has become a little bit more difficult than it already was. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I've talked to a few friends who have tried doing dates online. Some of them going really well, but it is hard because, you know, the whole kind of meeting someone after you kind of connect on Tinder is no more. You can't physically be near them. So you got to get to know them through Zoom. Uh, yeah, so which could be good as well, because then at least you know there's there's no one's not just meeting up for sex, and they're not just meeting True. up for other things. You're, you're keeping it very professional and very personal, and want to get to know the person. So, if you are single, right, here's the deal. If you're single and you would like to, you know, go on a little date, and you would like our help in doing that for you, just WhatsApp in the word Zoom to 0876797104, because what we're going to do is uh, we're going to go through a few different applications, and this Friday we're going to set you up on a Zoom date with someone else. It'll be a Zoom blind date, by the way. You won't know who they are. You won't know really anything about them, but we will match you with the person as best as possible. So it'll be very, very easy. You'll have a date with them Friday evening at about 10 o'clock when we're live on the air, and we'll check in with you afterwards to see whether you want to meet up again or not. It's kind of like First Dates Ireland, except it's Zoom style. So it's Zoom 104. So if you would like to be, um, if you'd like to apply to be part of this, and like to keep your quarantining, you know, keep it interesting, have something to talk about, keep your love life going as much as possible during lockdown, right? Just WhatsApp us in right now, Zoom, to 87 and uh, we'll start going through some of the people and some of the applications, and this Friday you could be having yourself uh, a, a Zoom blind date, which, you know what, I've no idea if anyone else has done this in the world, but let's just say you could be the first ever person in the world to go on a Zoom blind date. Yeah, you could, and it could actually end up being the best thing you've ever done, because like you said... They're not just using you to meet you for a one-night stand. They have to get to know you. There you so go. So going on a, a Zoom blind date and getting to know someone and their personality and chilling out. And, you know, we're going to do all the hard work for you. 
then you're going to be there. I mean, it's you've nothing to lose. You've nowhere to go. You're not in a rush to go off somewhere. Oh, why not? And it's you know? an excuse. And let's be honest, looks are, looks are one thing and they're not important. It's about personality. And the great thing is you can put makeup on and a filter on Zoom. So this is, exactly. you know, this is absolutely beautiful. So gives you a reason to dress up of a Friday evening, gives you something to look forward to, adds a little bit of excitement back into your life. So while all the Zoom or all the, the lockdown craziness is going on, let us know if you would like to be considered, if you would like to apply for Zoom 104, which is going to take place here on the station on Friday evening. We will pair you up. We will do all the dirty work. We will do all the legwork for you. So listen, all you need to do, WhatsApp us in right now at Zoom and your name and your details to 87 And who knows, your, your life might be about to, you know, turn around for the better. So drop us in a WhatsApp if you want to get involved. It's happening this Friday. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Uh, it's Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104. Head on over to fm104.ie, by the way. The latest updates on, uh, obviously, Electric Picnic was news today. It got cancelled. Statements and, and everything else related to that cancellation is up on the site if you want to uh, check it out. Um, uh, yeah, and, you know, find out things of what's the story with uh, refunds. Can you hold your tickets for next year? Like, if you bought tickets this year, would you hold them for next year? Or would yes, you want I your money back? definitely would. Can you imagine how amazing it's going to be next year? You missed a year and you, you, you have that energy in you. You have the hype of it. You were looking forward to it already and then obviously it's postponed. You want to be there mm. next year. You just would. And anyone that's going to be there next year, I think artist-wise, is going to be huge. It'll be insane, yeah. Trying yeah. to get a ticket next year, it'll probably be one of the greatest festivals ever. Uh, well, yeah, all the I festivals, so. yeah, yeah. Once you can't get to them, when they're back, they'll be huge. Uh, so listen, f104.ie for that. Uh, now, quick question for you. Yeah, so doing what during lockdown can reduce depression by a third. <laughs> this is pretty big. That's what she said. <laughs> I know it's not that, by the way. It is not <clears> filth. <throat> I'm going to put it out there straight away. No. So it's nothing inappropriate at all? Nothing inappropriate, no. Something I have been doing less of, by the way, since lockdown. Okay, so that's a good one now. Doing this during lockdown will reduce your chance of getting depressed by 30%. Yeah. Any idea? Interesting. I have none, actually. Well, one or two, anyway. Um, I'll, I'll see if they're right. Listen, let us know what you think it is. 87 104 FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Evening, yeah, it's Cormac and Susha here. Quick reminder, uh, you might have seen our sweat session, our latest sweat session that went up on FM104's Instagram today. Uh, if you did miss it and you're looking forward to uh, the next one, it'll be Wednesday. So we're doing these workouts that you can do from the comfort of your own home every Monday, Wednesday and Friday. They go live at 1pm. Each one is with a different, fully qualified, trained personal trainer and professional that will guide you through a workout that you don't need any equipment and you don't need... Um, any equipment or any gym or anything, you can do it from uh, your kitchen or you can do it in the back garden or wherever you, you want to do it. Happy days. And we're doing it in association with the gym plus coffee and uh, in aid of tribecharity.com. So they're a charity that look after young people's mental health. They're run by young people as well, so they don't know what's going on. So uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, next one is on Wednesday at 1pm. And today's one, if you want to do a late workout, you want to get out to, to it tomorrow, you can go watch it now. The full thing is up there, ready to go. So it's all with gym plus coffee as well. They are an athleisure brand. They're designed right here in Ireland with a passion to make life richer you can visit jimpluscoffee.com for more information now Saoirse the question this evening again was the question is doing what during lockdown can reduce depression by 30% okay 
Interesting. Interesting. Uh, a lot of guesses coming in. And now you don't know the answer to this. Absolutely no idea. Now, I would have no. thought... Um, uh, the first of all, a few people, Gary and Alan and a few other people are, are messaging the same thing, saying, is this drinking responsibly? Is, is, is it alcohol at all? I mean, that definitely has a link to, you know, too much alcohol and depression definitely is not a good thing. Uh, nope. But it's not alcohol, no. And this is something, as I said, that I have been doing less of. So when I was going into work, I was doing more of this. That's a big hint. Uh, now, a lot of other people are going to... This is probably the first one that popped into my head as well. Uh, head as well. Sorry. Dean, good evening. Uh, Dean's out in Ballymun this evening. Just saying the things this is as well. Uh, is it... Is it... Is it an Adrian... Good evening, Adrian. How are you? Uh, is it exercise? No, it's not exercise. But that will help your mental health as well. Exercising, of course. But it's not yeah. that, no. Now it's no. good to get out of the gaff. Yeah. And I can imagine oh, I'm not the only person that's doing less of this. Because it, it, I guess with our slower paced lifestyle, you might not think of this as much while at home. Maybe. I could be wrong. Okay. Uh, 0876797104. If you think, if you think you know what it is, um, is it getting dressed in normal clothes? Now, that's interesting. It's not the answer, but I guess you would feel a little bit down in yourself if you were in the same pyjamas that you were in from when you got up in the morning and you haven't changed yet. I do notice myself doing that a lot, like even today. And it's only that you said, why don't we do an Instagram live on FM 104 that and I decided to... you your face out. Yeah, well, no, I didn't. I just put on a jacket as opposed to my pyjamas that are under this. I haven't got changed. Uh, so it was last week or the week before for a banged up abroad we had uh, Owen Fitzpatrick on who was banged up abroad in he's in lockdown in, in New York City and he's a, a trained psychologist and author and I can't remember the exact term but apparently it is you know when you put your you know you associate certain clothes with being more productive and being more kind of focused and yeah as you said being more uh, you know alert and maybe sharper and stuff like that so you know he recommended that if you are working from home that you have your your work clothes and you put them on and at the end of the day you take them off because at least that's a signal to you that you're done working now you you know so you don't keep going in and checking your emails and keep doing work after five six seven o'clock so a, a good idea but no you're saying that's not the correct answer that's not the correct answer no no. <sighs> it's kind of like making your bed, isn't it? If you don't make your bed, you don't feel... Or if, if you do make your bed in the morning, you kind of feel like you've gotten ready for the day and, you know, that's all sorted. Whereas if you just leave your bed with the curtains pulled across and then you end up going to bed and that's the way you you greet your room. Mm, it's, yeah. not very, it's not very nice. I know what you're saying. All right, so listen, a lot of good guesses coming in so far. 0876797104. The question, Saoirse, again is... The question is, doing what during lockdown can reduce depression by 30%. Okay, let us know. Take a guess if you think you know what it is. 0876797104. Here's... Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.